Welcome and thank you for tuning in to SM Enlightenment Radio or watching on SM Enlightenment TV. I'm Ayana. And I'm Jenny. And we are two healthy chicks providing simple life hacks on this journey to healthy living. That's right. Here we are. And we always have our mugs with us. So, Ayana, what's in your mug tonight? Mm, I did a double dip tonight. I have um, detox tea and biohydria because um, I clearly overdid it over the last four <laughs> days. So I need every detox possible product, like anything available, and I need plenty of hydration also. You guys can fill in the blank as to why, and we'll just leave it at that. Because you didn't take your own advice and do water mixed in with other rounds, you know? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, no. Okay, moving on. So, um, yeah, you know, so it's funny. For other reasons, I was thinking about doing that same thing, but I just stuck with the detox. So I have the straight-up detox tea tonight. Although, with our fun topic tonight, I did think about just having a glass of wine and kind of partying it up tonight. So, Maybe we'll do that another day. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I'll just no. stick with my detox, you know. Don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today, Jenny. That includes mm. drinking wine. I'm just saying. All right. Well, we'll have to get on that. I might need to order some up. Go <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tonight, well, I think we have a really fun topic. I think all yes, of Yes. I'm excited. Yeah. This one is a little lighter. Uh, I mean, it's going to feel a little heavy in the beginning, but, you know, we always end on a sunny note. Yes, we do. So, tonight we are talking about clean beauty. Yes. So, what is clean beauty? We'll tell you what things you need to know, what to avoid. We'll also have a guest tonight later in the Yay, show. Who, a guest. Yes, we haven't had a guest in a while. I know. That'll be fun. Yeah. We've been our own guests lately, so this is fun to have an extra I guest. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we have. We have, and we're going to have more of that tonight. I'm not going to give it away, though. Anyway, um, she is going to talk more about skincare and cosmetic tips and tricks later in Whoa. Mm. That's awesome. Can't wait. I am very excited. So, what is clean beauty? Is it a fad? Is it another way to play on our skepticism mm-hmm. about ingredients? Yep. Another way to get your money? Like, what is it? Is it legit? What do you think, Jenny? So it's interesting because if you had asked me this question about six years ago, I would say, meh, it's a fad. What I don't even, like, toxins not even a thing. Like, that's kind of crazy. I'm not paying more money for my makeup. I'm not paying more money for my products. Like, that's ridiculous. Why would you ever do that? Yeah. But, Meh. Like the actual, you know, smiley face. Meh. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been my reaction then. <laughs> but now is a totally different story. Mm. Educated, enlightened, you know. Right. And how yeah. far we've come. Yeah. So, ironically, it is a fad by definition. Right. So let's define fad. It's okay. a temporary fashion, notion, manner of conduct, etc. Especially one followed enthusiastically by a group. Hmm. So it would fall into that category. So can, can can I just pause and just point out that Ayana is the one that just did the definition here? I just had had to say that. So 
carry on, carry on. That is true. You always have the definition. A. Like, what is that? (laughs) Just had to say that. Okay, carry on. So the reason I say it's a fad is because you see it on television ads now, clean beauty, clean beauty, radio and podcast ads, like depending on your search activity, it's all over your social media. So it is a fad. However, it is more than a fad because this needs not to be temporary, right? Clean Mm -hmm. beauty should be the standard. Essentially, clean beauty is skincare and cosmetics that do not contain ingredients that are proven or suspected key to be harmful to human health. So this should be what all skincare and cosmetic companies and personal care companies, for that matter, <laughs> should strive to achieve. Like, I don't you would hope. <laughs> ask. Yes. I really just, I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Agreed. It's it's crazy that it wouldn't even be. Like, why not? Yeah. So, interestingly enough, as much as our food and nutrition are regulated, and you know we go through this, like we've mm-hmm. been over this time and time again, mm-hmm. over the season, right? Yes. Cosmetics industry is almost exactly the opposite. Yes, it is. So, let's do a quick Q&A of you. <laughs> Jenny. Oh, no. (laughs) It's not going to be hard. I promise. All right. No problem. Have you ever heard, and you're probably going to say yes, but have you ever heard of greenwashing? Yes. Yes, I have. Ah. All right. So without giving it away, if you were to hear greenwashing six years ago when you were Mm -hmm. meh, what would you think greenwashing is? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, so I would think um, that it's a scam, that it's a it's a ploy to get your money and try to sell products that sound like they're good but aren't necessarily good. Ah, all right. Yes, yeah, so that's kind answer. of the answer. But Sorry. if I would have put together to an unplanned Q and A, no, right? I should have forced fed you the the answer that I wanted. So, <laughs> as you can see, none of this is usually scripted. Like between us, at least the information we pull definitely, but between us. So I digress. If I would have thought or heard greenwashing before, I probably would have thought of like washing your veggies or, you know, sort of greenwash product that they have in the produce aisle that is genuinely there to just take your money because you could do that with soap and water. But anyway, so (laughs) technically you are correct. As a result of such little regulation, there are practices known as greenwashing and cleanwashing where companies are allowed and frequently use terms such as green, natural, and eco. Yeah. Pick any one of those terms, Jenny, and don't give the educated answer because we've researched this and you know it. But if you were to pick any one of those three, green, natural, eco, what would you automatically think about the product that is saying green, natural, or eco? If I thought it said natural, I would be like, ooh, that's something good to have. Like it naturally grows in the ground. It's natural. It's good for me. It should be part of my body. It should be something that I should consume or use. I would be like, oh, that sounds fabulous. 
Yeah, that's what it's meant to do. And that's what most of us do. That's what I, well, no, I can't say like prior to this, but I would say at least leading up to like a year ago, I probably would have taken natural at face value. Mm -hmm. These three terms mean absolutely nothing, like nothing. There's no regulation on it. There's Mm -hmm. no guidelines for ingredients that you need to have or not have in order to be able to use these words. They are literally marketing ploys, period. Yeah. So just to get you all fired up for this episode, that's where we stand. And Jenny, you can give us info on what the FDA has to say about it. So yeah, there's that. So it's really interesting because you started off by saying that there isn't really any regulation when it comes to cosmetics. And that is so true. And it's more like the opposite. It's more like the Wild West. There isn't anything there. But if something comes up after the fact and there's a complaint about something, then the FDA steps in and is like, oh, maybe we should look at this and maybe eventually modify it or take it off the market or whatever Mm -hmm. it might do. So it's like reverse. It's not like let's put this through thorough testing and then we can say it's okay to put in the products. Oh, no, it's the opposite. And so this I found interesting. So I found something to quote from the FDA website says, quote, under U.S. law, cosmetic products and ingredients other than color additives do not need FDA approval before they go on the market. Cosmetic manufacturers have a legal responsibility for the safety and labeling of their products, end quote. So there's no regulation. It is completely unregulated. But I do want to point wow. out one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. There are, following that on the FDA website, 11 ingredients that the FDA has banned. A whole so, 11? A whole 11. A whole 11. We're not going to talk about them tonight. We're going to be talking about other ones that maybe should be on that list. But yeah, yeah. I will just say, you know, give a few Credits for creds are due to the FDA. Eleven. Few being the operative word. <laughs> because again, let's go back to what episode four, I think, the European okay. Union banning eighteen hundred mm-hmm. you know, our bonds banning whatever. We're talking about eleven. So very few credits. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a few credits. But exactly. you did say that color additives were regulated mm. because that's what we need to focus on the most. Oh, yes. Yes, color. absolutely. Yeah. Because that's All the right. only thing that's in makeup and personal care products. So, yeah. yeah, that's all yeah. we need to worry about, Jenny. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's all. That's because that's the only ingredient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, all right. right. Well, let's move on to harmful ingredients because, you know, there's just so many of them. There's definitely there more than are banned by the FDA. Yes. I know my sarcasm. It, you gotta love it by now. You either love it or you hate it. Like there's really no in between with yeah. my level of sarcasm. <laughs> and the thing is, once you know these things, you can't unknow them. It's you know, like yeah. when you see something, you can't unsee it. Like it, it, it just once you hear this, like it, it's like it's you don't expect it, and it's mind-boggling mm. to think that how are these permitted to be in our products? But yet they are. They are. So let's, let's start go. with carcinogens. Let's do it. So, We talk about carcinogens regularly. We've been talking about this throughout the season, Mm -hmm. but 
we rarely stamp exactly what they are, right? So a carcinogen, by definition, I guess this is my Ooh, my role today, definition girl tonight, <laughs> is an agent or ingredient that has the capacity to cause cancer in humans. So it's not, you know, a question about what is a carcinogen. It has the capacity to cause cancer in humans. I don't know about you, but of course, with my personal experience, I don't want anything that has the potential to potentially, possibly cause cancer. But you know, that's just me. I would All right. that. Let's start with the first one because it's just such a fun name, formaldehyde. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you know what that's on. I mean, we we talk about different like harmful ingredients, but this is this one is pretty obvious, and because of that reason. You're not going to find it on your labels. Like, everybody knows what formaldehyde is. You use it in mortuaries. They preserve Mm -hmm. our loved ones when they pass over, when we still want to view them, things like that, right? So Mm -hmm. let's just talk about what it is. It is a colorless, flammable, because that's what we need to be putting on our faces, flammable chemical. It's used in home building, medical labs, mortuaries and is a byproduct of automobile combustion automobile combustion yeah just wonder like how did this happen what laboratory was someone working on automobile automobile combustion and say oh this would be a fabulous ingredient in my blush don't you think i mean Absolutely. It's along the same lines of what were we talking about? Artificial sweeteners, um, something yes. that was derived from tar. Yes. And it just yeah, became one of them. I don't remember sweetener. which one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was last episode. Check yeah. it out. Episode mm-hmm. 10. It was definitely worth it. Artificial sweeteners was, anyway, Crazy. all of our episodes are worth it. What am I of talking about? Of course they are. <laughs> okay. So we left off at auto- automobile combustion, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Multiple reports, multiple list formaldehyde as a known carcinogen. So we're talking the National Toxicology Program, National Academy of Sciences, multiple reports. So why is it still allowed is the question, right? Big question. So according to the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences, which we will from now on refer to as NIEHS, Reducing exposure to cancer-causing agents is important to public health. Okay, so we know this. We know that we should be eliminating this, and we know which things are carcinogens, yet and still not regulated. Okay, so that's what they have to say about it. Yeah, and it's crazy because all of this info and all of this proof that you are just sharing, and yet it's not prohibited or even regulated in our cosmetics. I mean, it is... Like, and, and the thing that, one of the things that's so frustrating about all this, like, oh, let's, let's wait for the long-term studies or that, I mean, you know, it just reminds me of like smoking, like you knew what was happening. You knew the symptoms, you knew the issues that were being caused by smoking, but you couldn't definitively say it was not good for the body until we could wait how many years to how many people died till how many people had what issues. You know, I just think like these things are the same thing. We know these are issues. If we know there's any hint of a problem why would you want it in your products? Just wait and see, Jenny. Mm. That's logic. Just wait and see. Oh, silly me. Logic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
All right. So according to goop.com, which I find to be an interesting website, and that's goop, G-O-O-P, it's used as a preservative in our makeup, hair, body, fragrance, and skincare products. Mm. So now that I've provided all of that juicy information, (laughs) listen to how it's listed, or should I say not listed, on your products. Because, again, you're not going to find it on your labels. Here's the good stuff. Ready? Tricky, All right. Lay it on me. Due to a legal loophole, companies are allowed to hide ingredients if they identify the ingredient as part of a trade secret. Wow. That's lovely. You don't have to tell us what's in the stuff that we're putting on our face that's essentially seeping into our bloodstream and into Uh our organs. That's not necessary. No. Not at all. So, where is it hidden, you ask? Oh, Jenny, I'll answer you. Tell me, please. (laughs) It's usually under the term fragrance. So, anytime you see fragrance on your products, it is a term for hiding harmful ingredients, essentially. That's what it boils down to. Mm. Um, So, check your products. Yep. Take your phone, your tablet, whatever you're listening to, watching, and check while we keep going. Mm-hmm. fragrance on any of your products. So as a result of this loophole, right, formaldehyde, like I said, is never listed on labels. It's hidden in the term fragrance or it's listed in chemical formulas that release formaldehyde that, unless you're a chemist, you'd never associate with formaldehyde. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because, you know, if you just break it down, like you're in chemistry class, Mm -hmm. then you'll have to list the real thing. Ah, gotcha. It all makes sense. Of course it does. All right, so here are some of the things that you might see. Sodium hydroxymethylglycinate, quaternium 15. The rest we're going to list on our Facebook page because... Quite frankly, I'm not in the mood to butcher any chemicals tonight. <laughs> oh, come on. There's a fun. Go for it. <laughs> I refuse. We are going to listen, and that's oh. going to drive you to our Facebook page. Woo-woo. Yes, that's right. Check us out there. Mm-hmm. Well, there's other carcinogens, too. I mean, there's BHA, there's aluminum, there's talc. I mean, we're not even going to go into all those details, but, I mean, it's. I mean, aluminum passes a blood-brain barrier has no known reason to be in the human body. Yet it's in there. But it should be in your products because that's reasonable. Necessary. Rational. All right. So we're running out of time. Let's talk Mm -hmm. about endocrine disruptors. We've mentioned Uh, before. And And when Dr. Bottom was on. Yep. 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 That was, if I can remember, episode four. Or you could just go through them all again and get all the juicy information all over again. But, you know, that's just my suggestion. All right. So we have talked about them. Again, let's break it down because I'm not sure that we have other than that one episode. And we've mentioned it a few times since. Mm -hmm. So they are chemicals that mimic or interrupt the body's hormones or endocrine system. And Mm -hmm. according to NIEHS and other sources, these chemicals are linked with developmental, reproductive, brain and immune problems, birth defects, metabolic problems, and cancer. Because let's not just stop at cancer. 
That's not enough. Oh my gosh. And you know what I find fascinating? Like all of that, you say immune problems in there. It's fascinating because for me, when I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, I was like, wanted to keep it quiet. I was kind of ashamed. And until I started reading and talking and hearing from a lot of people that I'm like, oh, you have an autoimmune disease too? Oh, like it's extremely common. And like, this is one of the reasons why it's extremely common because there's all kinds of things in the products we're using and the foods we're eating that affect our immune system. And the products we're using daily, sometimes multiple times a day. And then all of that can add up. And this would be things like phthalates, um, like DEP and DBP. Um, There's all kinds of endocrine disruptors. So we're just going to treat it as a whole category here. But there's there's tons of them. And would you say, because I know that can be harmful to you more so than anyone um, who doesn't have an autoimmune disorder, um, would you say that it can lead to those problems as well as affect you differently? Oh, for sure. Because the thing with an autoimmune disease, it, it has to be a three-part perfect storm. So for oh, autoimmune, right. you do have to have the um, the genetic predisposition to it. But you most of us don't go around knowing that. So you're, that's kind of missing information. But then a big part of it is your environment. And in your environment includes the products you're using, the foods you're eating, the things that you're being exposed to in the air. So that plays a huge part a huge part in a, in a lot of different things. And then the third part is a major stressor that kind of flips the light switch on. But yeah, absolutely. The cleaner you can be, you might never even, even if you have the genetic predisposition, you might never end up turning it on if you have a very clean environment and aren't exposed to a lot of these, for sure. I just don't get it. I don't, I'm not sure that I ever will get I'm not sure that we're supposed to get it, honestly, because it just doesn't make sense. No. But let's, jump into other ingredients when we come back from break um, so that we're not zooming through them too quickly and then we'll bring our guest. Like I said, when we come back, we'll go into that. We'll have our guest and we'll get into some more fun stuff, makeup, tips, tricks, little hacks. Um, So keep listening to Two Healthy Chicks on SM Enlightenment Radio. We will be right back. See you soon. Welcome back. 